Honesdale Borough Council meeting, January 3rd, 2022. You're now being recorded. Anyone who'd like to speak tonight, there's a registration book under the clock. If you would like to sign in, you may. Councillor Jared Nubon is participating by telecommunications. anyone in the audience want to tell us how their day's been going before the meeting starts okay that means it's good I didn't have to work for the day, so that was a good day. same for me Sam
All right, everyone, before we uh, officially begin tonight, welcome. Thank you for coming. And I'd um, quick like to acknowledge the, uh, you know, the difficulties we've all been experiencing the past year and, and uh, beyond that, the hope that this new year offers. I'd like to um, share a moment of silent prayer and reflection with everyone. Thank you. I wanted to keep things simple tonight, but going forward, I intend to honor the tradition of this pre-meeting mayoral moment with some rotating prayer offerings from Honesdale's faith communities. Okay, so on with the show. Uh, I'd like to call this January 3rd, 2022 organizational meeting to order at, Judy? Six o'clock. Great. And uh, if you wouldn't mind doing the roll call for attendance, please. Certainly. Jared Nubon. Present. James Hamill. Here. Jason Nubon. Here. James Jennings. Here. William McAllister. Here. David Nielsen. Present. We have one absent. Okay, great. Um, so now that we've begun, I'll just say a few things for the record to kind of get the, the year going for all of us here. I'm very excited to be here and I appreciate everyone else who's up there with me. Um, an elected official told me last year that if you're doing it right, you'll lose some sleep at night. And uh, they were talking about elected service. As a newcomer, I really appreciated that insight. And as someone who has pondered town doing 4 a.m. walks before, it's a, it's a truth that I felt. It's really a matter of caring for our community. All of us up here care, and all of you out there do as well. You know, we wouldn't be here otherwise. And uh, it's really important to just make a note of that so we're all sharing in this moment together. Participating in community affairs is a big deal and makes a huge difference. There are many ways to participate. Representing, working for, engaging in, and listening to borough business are absolutely vital forces that make our neighborhoods more resilient. It all helps increase understanding of the place we call home. Sharing that understanding helps build trust, and trust can connect us as neighbors. Simple neighborliness provides opportunities for regular discussion. Discussing local items of interest increases shared understanding once again, creates a virtuous cycle. And it's the whole point of these meetings, for us to discuss things important to all of us in front of all of you. This meeting is really yours in that way. It's why it's a public meeting. And we're here to inform you, be informed by you, and reflect what's going on in your neighborhoods. I encourage all of you to let us know what's on your mind, perhaps tonight if you're so inclined. Even if you'd just like to say hello and tell us your name and what street you live on, you're more than welcome. Our work representing you requires knowing what's important to you and sharing what we have learned in return. We have blind spots like everyone else. All of our elected officials up here are men with similar skin and homeowners with stable incomes. We're clearly gonna miss stuff. Please tell us when we do. By way of housekeeping, there's space in every meeting for public comment. You can register for that in advance or jump in the night of. Typically, all public comment is welcomed in the beginning. However, if you find yourself with something to say or a question to ask during the meeting, please hold those thoughts. Council may consider more public comment opportunities within the meeting structure itself. And without that, council sometimes accepts comments at other points during the meeting. If there's something on your mind, raise your hand and be curious. If you're not called on, that's okay. Sometimes there's a lot of business to address. 
At the very least, I'll personally note your interest and follow up with you afterwards, because part of my job as mayor is to help bridge any gaps between yourselves and council. Those gaps can be proactively bridged as well when we listen to you. That's easier for us to do when you have more ways to tune into what's going on. I'd like to recommend to council that whenever the next meeting is held and from everyone there on out, we had a virtual attendance option so people can attend in person and from home. Feels like the basics anymore. Other ways we can actively listen is by reflecting the will of the voters. I believe most people want us to work together. In the past, we've seen instances of the opposite. We've seen council members sue each other and open up investigations into each other. And those things are patently absurd, quite frankly. I'd like to think that sort of nonsense is behind us, but if anyone hears or sees it, call it out for what it is so we can all work on cleaning it up together. This should be fun, but it's not a game, clearly. We should be not wasting investigative resources when we can make it safer to cross the street. We should not be wasting legal hours when we have stormwater infrastructure to fix. We should be working together and we should be collaborating. The will of the people can also be seen with the votes. This year, the election results were pretty clear about who the top vote getter was. I tip my hat to Councilmember Hamill in that regard. Having that popular sentiment reflected in this council's organization feels like an appropriate gesture to the citizens of Honesdale to remind them that we are listening. And with that in mind, I'd like to open the floor for council president nominations. I'd like to nominate James Hamill. Uh, can we, Thank you, Jim. Can we, can we do the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah. Oh, that's true. I'd like good. to do the Pledge of Allegiance before we proceed. Good call. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that reminder, Councilman McAllister. This is a this is a new thing for me, and there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> so we have a nomination on the floor for. Um, well, I'll officially nominate Ben. Thank you for the reminder as well, gentlemen. Um, it's of utmost importance. So um, I nominate James Ann, top voter of the. Wonderful. No need for a second. We can accept the nomination for vice president if we'd like. Is it nomination for vice president? Is there another nominee? Are there any further nominations? Jason, would you accept if I nominate you for vice president? I think so. <laughs> I nominate Jason. Wonderful. There you go. Excellent. So then we'll move on to a roll call vote for council president. Jared's still, Jared's still on the line. <laughs> Are you close? Okay, so you closed all nominations, right? Yep. Okay. Well, we need. So you are now going. Pro temp. Correct. Oh, excuse me, Judy. If, if we would like to make a nomination for pro temp too, we can handle that business at this point. Mr. McAllister, would you like to be president pro temp? I'll do pro temp. Very nice. I'll nominate Mr. McAllister for president pro temp of the Council of Borough Council. I guess if everyone's comfortable with accepting the position, we can just let that ride, I suppose. So single vote? Single vote? Each individual office? Yeah. Okay. I think so. 
get one vote and everybody's in. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> James Hamill. Yes. Jason Nubon. Yes. James Jennings. This is for all positions, correct? All three, he said. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. William McAllister. Yes. David Nielsen. No. Jared Nubon. Jared. Jared, so okay, I, I am really struggling to hear the counselors. I, I, I don't I don't know what we're voting on. I can't hear it. Okay, so I'm going to ask Yep, everybody fine with has anything else to say before we start I'll hand the gavel to Mr. Hamill Everybody, for uh, 
being selfless servants of their community going forward. So um, I know that the agenda here does have the appointment of solicitor next, and I know that in the package we received, we would want to review, if you have not already, a letter from um, Mr. Richard Henry, who had offered his services available to be solicitor for the calendar year of 2022. And if you've had time to look at that, great. If not, please let me know. And we can move to a, nom uh, a motion to accept Mr. Henry's offer of legal support for the borough for the county. I make a motion to appoint Attorney Henry as our solicitor. I'll second the motion. All right, any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, yes, please. This is a point of order, and especially since Jared was having uh, oh. difficulty hearing, it has been customary for the president to restate who made the motion and who seconded the motion. That's fine. Mr. Jared, Jason Newbon with a motion on the floor, Mr. William McAllister with a second. Uh, to appoint Mr. Richard Henry as solicitor for Homesville Borough for calendar year 2022. And there's no discussion on the matter. Would we like to do a roll call vote for that, Judy? You can do a voice let's, vote if you let's want. Let's do a voice vote for that. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Seeing none, the motion carries. We gratefully accept Mr. Henry's services as he has served us well over the years. All right, we have up next, setting the meeting schedule for the year. Now, I'm new to council. Uh, Mr. Nilsson, you're new to council. Some of you folks here have dealt with first and third Monday meetings for a couple of years now. Um, I know that uh, in some conversations that I've had with everybody prior to this meeting, it's possible that we could change that schedule and I wanted to hear what everybody had to say regarding their schedules outside of the borough and how we can best facilitate meetings for the public as well so that people can have their voices heard and we can address issues in a timely manner. So the, the floor is open right now for any suggestions or motions regarding meeting schedules for 2022. Miss Councilman McAllister, one of the the issues that I somewhat concerned of is if a vendor issues an invoice on uh, January 3rd or January 10th and we haven't had a meeting, how quickly it can get paid and things of that nature. Uh, so if you want to go to a single meeting a month, uh, I guess I would want to just have a short meeting or a, a meeting that where the agenda was to pay invoices and uh, perhaps listen to any uh, community concerns and that would be one of the meetings and then the, the second meeting at the end of the month would be to uh, address the other issues that came up during the uh, current uh, month of the activity so that's one suggestion and whether it's a Wednesday I personally am available most of the time uh, simply because I own my own business and I can kind of make my schedule, but certainly we want it available to the public. And whether it's 6 p.m. or 6:30 p.m. or whether it's Wednesday or or Tuesday, I'm not as concerned. But I would like something that uh, 
we can address issues that might come up uh, intermittently. So I heard from Mr. McAllister mentioning two meetings a month is still something he'd like to see. Mr. Nelson, I see you nodding mm -hmm. your head yep. as well. It works. Is there anybody else here who would like to see two meetings a month? And if there is a preferential night or a night that doesn't work for anybody? I know maybe the first Mondays don't work, but the second and fourth Mondays work. So what we're entertaining is a shorter, different agenda for the second meeting. So each meeting would have two separate agendas. Correct. One would be to pay bills and do everything that the rest would be. That's correct. That's how I so would like to yeah, approach I, it. I, I, I think I like that as well. Um, I know I would like to see any other day than the first Monday of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have obligations that I've been dodging for a couple of years. Uh, I have outlined or I have available a, a record that uh, would be the third, the second and fourth Monday of each month if you would like a copy of the dates that would be available or where the meetings would be held. I managed, I just tried to put that together to see what the Borough Council was going to do. And the Ms. Poltanis's credit uh, sure. earlier, she pointed out that a lot of federal holidays fall on the third Mondays of the month. And sometimes we hold our council meetings during those Mondays, and so it would be nice to, to honor those federal holidays and potentially have second and fourth Mondays if that works for everybody. Would we still be able to, we'd still be able to address emergency things or you know new items in this con the consolidated agenda? Would we still have like many reports from each committee or would we? <coughs> You know what I mean? Like, how do you, what works for the However council? you formulate your agenda for each meeting. I think the agenda will be subject to the uh, borough or the councilman's perspective on what needs to be addressed at any meeting. The agenda can be adjusted accordingly. What we're trying to do, though, is minimize the amount of time we spend at one of the meetings, and the other meeting is to take on whatever special projects may have come up. And I'm sure that when we get through this agenda that we're looking at in terms of trying to identify who's going to be on the committees, I personally am most interested in the stormwater issues that the borough's have to, going to have to confront. And uh, I personally want to make sure that uh, we're able to address those things no matter what day of the week or how the issues come up because the events may dictate what we need to do. Understood. So currently, it does seem like there's a consensus that we could have two meetings a month with one primarily to conduct simple tasks like paying bills and, and invoices, but at the same time, if the need is a, if it calls for that need, we could address that. That would that be added right to the agenda. As well. mm -hmm. So the goal is to set up two separate meetings, one with most of the business, the other with yeah, and, and having every committee uh, do a presentation at both is a little repetitious, and I'd rather yeah. rather have uh, the month-end meeting uh, addressing uh, most of the issues, or perhaps the the first meeting addressing most of the issues, because I, I, I'm not sure which one is going to be which. It all depends on how we structure these committee meetings. To determine which ones are going to take the most effort and every committee meeting should have uh, minutes available uh, for, for those meetings from whatever group is getting together uh, and they should have designated meeting times and an agenda should be prepared for each one of those committee meetings 
to identify what it is they want us to consider. And uh, the chairman or vice chair of each of those committee meetings would be the one who would present the information to the council for us to either condone or deny or, or agree or however we want to deal with those particular issues. Excuse me, you said vice chairman would present it, not the chairman? No, the chairman or the vice chairman, right. I mean, depending well, on what I, the... But you said vice chairman, the, I'm thinking... No, the, the chairman, chairman should, should be, be the, presenter. the presenter, yeah. So is it the council president who's going to decide which committee's report at what meeting? I think we can solicit from members of those committees to determine whether or not there is something to report, and then the committees themselves can decide who reports at those meetings. If that makes the best sense. Absolutely. Mr. Mayor, anything you'd like to add? All sounds fine to me. All right. uh, I'll entertain a motion then uh, for setting the meeting schedule for 2022 um, in lieu of the discussion we just had. As the second or the second and fourth Mondays. Does anybody like to make that motion? I make the motion to adopt the proposed borough council meetings for the second and fourth uh, Monday of each month, as shown on the uh, schedule of, event, of uh, meeting dates to be given to the secretary. And Councilman McAllister, would you like to specify a time as well? I believe that 6 p.m. is appropriate. Uh, I'm hoping that the council agrees with that because any later, you don't want events to get too late. I second the motion. <clears throat> There's a when, when would it start? I didn't get to see the schedule. So is it starting next week? Well, the, the agenda shows the 17th and the 28th. Okay. Uh, I personally am not going to be available on the 17th because I'll be in Florida. But 17th, 17th and 31st. 31st, yes. 17th and 31st. I'm sorry. So in, Jan in January, we meet the 3rd and 4th, and then from there, it's the 2nd and 4th? So that would be the 2nd and 4th, right? No, the 2nd would be the February 14th and February 28th would be the next and I can say right now that if we want to we can uh, forego the January 17th meeting if, if that's acceptable but I think based on your proposed meeting dates here that's the second and fourth that would Monday. be the that would be the third and fifth, only because of the way the calendar year fell. The third, third and fifth. The third is the first today. The seventeenth is the third month. Oh, as far as the month of February is concerned. January. Yeah. I'm sorry, January. Yeah. That, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So in this situation. That, yeah. Yeah. So, so council members, uh, I'll ask you all to consider then Mr. McAllister's motion incorporating the second and fourth. Mondays of each month from February on, but particularly for January, the 17th and the 31st allow for a first meeting and second meeting, however, on a different schedule than the rest of the year. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Okay. At 6 p.m. being the, the time frame. The time frame. Is that okay for you, Mr. Newman? So, Mr. McAllister, with a, a motion on the floor, with a second by Mr. Newbon, Jason Newbon. Any discussion on the motion? No. I'd like to just add if we could explore a virtual option for all of these meetings going forward. I would uh, 
The only thing would be whoever's on finance, if you do finance, we need to discuss equipment so that people virtually can see and hear you. Yes. Because be. in this room, it's limited. We were just hoping they'd have really good ears. All right. From now on, all meetings. Absolutely. Yeah. All, all, meetings. all meetings. From now on, both in person and virtual. But as long as finance okay's money to purchase. I think that'll have to be like a, a separate thing that we can address. Maybe this first so, coming up. Okay. You know. Um, because the people here need to see the people there, or see them on the screen somewhere. Okay. Which is what we don't have. And that can be right. So that would be purchases and however we need to hook it up. Because when they were virtual before, they did it downstairs where we have the TV. Understood. Okay, so the motion on the floor for setting the meeting schedule for 2022, and we'll get to that virtual option um, at the next meeting. But uh, we have a first, we have a second. Any further discussion on the matter? Seeing none, I'll uh, do a voice vote. All in favor, say aye. 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 No opposed? That was an eye. I don't know. Was that an eye compared to the motion passes, and we have a meeting schedule. I, I would like to pause for a moment here because the I could be. Oh no, we do have citizen sign up. We do have a vacancy board chair vacancy. However, we do not have somebody for that position, and I think that uh, the borough has a lot of these unfilled positions. Um, committees, um, commissions, and this is the first meeting of the year. And I, my hope is that by the second or third month, we can really make some headway into appointing people to these positions because each of these commissions and committees and uh, vacancy boards feed into what we do on a bi weekly basis, and that will be very helpful. So, seeing that there's nobody up for yes. interested in that. Yep. All right. So we'll move on to uh, council committees. And I know in the past, uh, council committees have been appointed uh, sometimes at the reorganizational meeting and sometimes at the um, follow-up meeting after the council president receives some input from council members as to which committees they'd like to serve on. I've spoken to many of you folks and, and stopped by to talk to some of you folks. I'd like to maybe here right now who would like to serve on certain committees, but I know that we are missing Mr. Agello as well, and I'd like to also hear from him. So out of respect for him, I'd like to hear both which committees you'd like to serve on, and then also we can take that into account either by email, you can call me, you can text me, and then maybe at the next meeting I'll make those appointments. But now is a prudent time as well to hear from you folks which one you'd like to serve on. Okay. The counselor made it up. Thanks. So, do, do any council members have, have something? I know that we'd like to appoint maybe the uh, finance chair tonight. Judy mm -hmm. had mentioned that that would be very critical to move forward and we could do the vice chair. Um, but since none of them are extreme necessities right now, Judy, is everybody okay here with waiting to appoint those committees at a later date other than finance? Mm -hmm. Is that okay with everybody? Yeah, and I hereby appoint or recommend uh, nominate uh, Jared Newbon for chairman of the uh, finance committee. I second it. I think uh, Mr. Newbon has served us quite well uh, in that capacity, and I know Mr. Uh, McAllister, you've been vice chair to that as well, and you'd be willing to, 
can That's take correct. on that role as well? That's correct. So the one appointment I would make, Judy, tonight is uh, Mr. Jerry Dubon for finance chair um, and Mr. McAllister for vice chair of the finance. And that was a promotion by Bill or by David, so you right. want to take a vote? Well, I was just going to say, gentlemen, I... Do you want to just appoint? Right, I'm just going to appoint, and, and that, I appreciate, you know, the promotions in that sense, too. I think we're on the same page in that. And from the council, a president standpoint, the appointments are, um, you know, able to be done without motion, I suppose. So, um, seeing those motions were made, would you guys like to rescind them just out of point of order? Or withdraw we, them? Yeah. Withdraw them, I guess. I'll withdraw the motion. Withdrawn. But it went. It went the same way, nonetheless. Um, so those. Mr. Wilkin, can I get to you now at citizen input, if that's okay? Yes. Okay. Now, Ms. Burns wanted to go first, so. Okay. So we are moving on to the citizen input by sign-in, and I don't see Brian Wilkin here, so Ms. Burns, okay. <laughs> Brian Wilkin, just step to the podium, and uh, please state your name. And uh, thank My you name so is Brian Wilkin, and I, I came here tonight to, to see all of you uh, Take your seats in the council board, and uh, I, I don't know Mr. Nielsen very well, but I, I know the rest of you all quite well, and I'm, I'm very excited about uh, the direction uh, that, that you're going to take the town, and I, I know all of your hearts are in the right place, and it's an uh, exciting time for me uh, because I, I really have tremendous respect for all of you, especially Jim, who who uh, I've known for a long, long time, and. Uh, it's great for me to, to see a young man who, who worked for me as a kid at the radio station uh, accept the mantle of responsibility in our town. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm quite excited for our town and everybody. So I want to congratulate all of you for uh, you know taking the time to make a commitment to our town. And uh, I have to go attend a meeting in Texas Township. So good luck. If you need me, I'm here for you. I'll answer any question. I'll do anything. I'll whatever you need me to do. I'll do. Have a great day. Mr. Wilkin, thank you for your service to me as well. Thank you. Thank you guys. All right. Uh, up next on the sign-in sheet, Ms. Burns, you wanted to speak on the star on the cliff. And I'll let you uh, speak to that as well. Thank you for joining us. Lisa Burns, Greater Homesdale Partnership. Thank you all. Congratulations to all you. You new councilman and to Derek it's very exciting it's a it's a new year it's gonna be a, a great year I think uh, I had some uh, contact with the Wayne Memorial Hospital their staff is overwhelmed and um, they requested that we leave the star on until February 1st in honor of the Wayne Memorial staff and how much they've been through and um, I think it's a great idea when they asked me I, I said absolutely I'll, I'll ask council so that is my question well and, and pursuant to your question I do believe that new rules went into effect uh, regarding um, agendas and being set forth and, and that might not have been on the agenda but when it is brought by a member of the public we can take action on those things correct duty based on what I Red. Well, I did speak with Lisa beforehand, okay. and I did say since it involves the park, that generally the council has referred everything to the Parks and Recreation Commission. So I invited her to the Parks and Recreation Commission. 
So that's entirely up to council. They can vote without a recommendation from the Parks and Recreation. But I thought the whole idea was trying to put things to the committees so that you as a counselor, as counselors, get their recommendations. And my follow-up question to that then is, what time frame had the star plan to be? President's Day. So we have a, a week, I think, right? President's Day is the, usually the, the team. Okay. No, uh, it's January 15th. Yeah, it's just for the teen the weekend. So it's, it's not, it's, it does not say this. It says an actual date in the ordinance. I looked it up for her when she said, so it says January 15th. So, so just so we're clear, January 15th is the current shutoff date for the stock? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there is a Parks Commission meeting. However, there's not another there's council, not council meeting. Council. Right. There's right. one more council yeah. So it's so. a... So I do think, you know, and, and certainly I'll, I'll take any feedback from anybody here. And I, having just left the Parks Commission and having a representative here tonight, I do feel as though that would be a, a pretty simple understanding from the Parks Commission to know the time would be the of the essence for an approval on that matter before council today, as long as other council members here feel okay with that. The, <laughs> the only issue I have, okay, is there's electricity and there's a cost. Okay, there is no cost. Not when it comes to the star, correct? The star itself has no correct. cost to the borough. Correct. Because GHB absorbs it, or there is no there's no invoice. Okay, well, then I have no qualms. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is Councillor Jim Jennings. I've been on the Parks Committee for a while now. I, I personally don't have a problem with it. I'm currently not on the Parks Committee, but I understand the need for the process as well. As I was one of the people who tried to make that happen. Um, I think it's a good idea and I know that because of how meetings fall sometimes we aren't able to always follow that process so I would make a motion to ex to to extend the the, uh, the lighting of the star till the end of February is that when it is uh, if that is entirely up to you I was saying until February 1st but the end of oh. February I'm sure they would be just as appreciative and if there's no cost, um, and the administrative, Lisa Champeau asked me to have this done. So I would consider that. Yeah, I would extend it out to the month of February in honor of uh, the health care workers that have tirelessly worked over at that hospital. And I would second. There's a motion on the floor from Councillor James Jennings to allow the star to be lit through the month of February in honor of healthcare workers in the Wayne Memorial Healthcare System and throughout the county, throughout the region, throughout the borough, um, in light of all the work that they've done for the pandemic. And there's a second by Councillor McAllister. Is there any discussion on the motion? Karen, would you? I'm just, if I, okay. you made the motion, would you write it up? That's what those other little sheets in front of you are. Because sure. what you said, he added a lot to it. So. <laughs> yeah, true, true idea. And it is correct. You should read these, but they say. Oh, there it is. We'll get our grooves here. We'll get our. <laughs> and based on that motion, is there any discussion on the motion whatsoever? I could just throw a thanks to Lisa for bringing an alternative citizens' concerns. Sometimes folks will 
bring whatever they have at the table and for you to be a filter for other people's issues and share that with us is something I, I think we all appreciate. I'd also like to throw a note of thanks to whoever is paying that bill, be it PPL or otherwise. That's helpful. Seeing no other discussion, I'll ask for a voice vote. All in favor say aye. 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 Sorry. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's to a great 2022. There's none opposed. The motion carries. Thank you, Ms. Burns. All right. That was citizen input, although I would like to open it up if there is anybody else in the public who would like to come and address council at this moment in time. Um, as Mayor Williams indicated earlier, too, I know some of you folks here uh, come to the meetings sometimes, many times, and these meetings are intended to be run with Robert's Rules of Order and acknowledging people before they speak so that we have a very orderly way of doing business and we're efficient and we, we get out of here before the sun comes up. So again, if you guys do have anything from um, the public standpoint going forward, don't hesitate to raise your hand and just be acknowledged and we can bring you up and discuss points of order throughout the meeting. So thank you again um, to Ms. Burns there for coming in as a citizen today to speak. We want more of that. We have a, one item of correspondence to go over from Councilman Michael Augella, a request to serve on the Civil Service Commission. I know that Councilor Augella could not be here tonight, and our condolences go out to him and his entire family. He lost his mother um, shortly after Christmas, I believe. And um, that's something that none of us would um, that would come first before this um, this business here before the before the borough. But I know how much Mr. Abdello gives to the borough of his time and his efforts, and I um, thank him for that and, and understand that he could not be here tonight. But in, in light of the fact that he submitted that note to us ahead of time, um, I would offer up the fact that Mr. Abdello had served previously on the Civil Service Commission, and we do allow for. Um, a sitting council person to sit on the Civil Service Commission. So if anybody would like to make a motion to uh, appoint Mr. Um, Agello to the Civil Service Commission based on his correspondence. I make Hi. a motion to appoint Mr. Agello to the Civil Service Commission. I'll second the motion. Motion made by Jason Newbon, seconded by William McAllister. Any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, I'll take a Voice vote. Jerry, you ready? All in favor, say aye. 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 None opposed? Motion carries. All right. We have the next appointment. Um, that was the Civil Service Commission. If I may, President yes. Hamill. Uh, we did receive late correspondence that you did receive in your packet from. Derek Williams, who served on other commissions. Sure. So, if you want to consider that correspondence, we'll do it now instead of doing three. Oh, okay. Okay, absolutely. Mr. Williams, uh, certainly his service uh, precedes himself here with uh, a lot of different um, committees and boards that he, he served on. Um, we have resignation letters from the UCC Appeals Board, from the Property Maintenance Appeals Board, from the Quality of Life Appeals Board. And uh, if I'm missing one, please let me know. That's it. So, Mr. Williams, uh, we understand that you have a new role to play. 
in, in the borough, and we appreciate that. And uh, I didn't know if anybody else would be willing to make a motion to accept those resignations with regret uh, for Mr. Williams' uh, tenure on those three boards of commission. Make the motion to accept with regret. Second. Take a second from Mr. Newbon here. Closest one to me in my, my right ear here. Uh, that was a motion by Mr. McAllister, second by Mr. Newbon to accept with regret the resignation of Derek Williams from those three commissions and boards. Any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, I'll take a voice vote. All in favor, say aye. 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 None opposed, this motion carries. Thank you, Ms. Volcanis, I appreciate that. We have um, reappointments to be made here. Um, I'll go through them in order here. We have number two, the appointments of the Planning Commission. And Mr. Jerry Theobald uh, is up for a reappointment uh, to serve a term up until the end of 2025. There's an alternate number two reappointment for Mr. Ben Grover to the same time period. And then, as I mentioned earlier, we have a member vacancy uh, on that Planning Commission and an alternate vacancy as well, which we'll want to work towards over time. But at this point, I would uh, accept a motion to appoint um, Mr. Theobald and Mr. Grover to their terms on the planning commission. I'd make that motion to appoint Jerry Theobald and Ben Grover to the planning commission. Mr. Nielsen with a motion. Any second? Second. Mr. Newbon with a second. Any discussion on the motion? Do we need these to be resolutions? Yes. If you just say with the appropriate resolution, because we already forgot the, the numbers to the Gotcha. With the appropriate resolution. So, Mr. Nilsson, with uh, the motion with for the appropriate resolution, move on with a second. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mr. Jennings. All in favor of the appointment and the motion, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Seeing none, the motion carries. For that resolution. So we'll do the same for the zone hearing board, Judy. Uh, we have a reappointment of Ms. Karen Dubon to uh, term through 2026. Uh, alternate number two appointment for Mr. Ben Grover to the same time period. And we have another vacancy on the alternate there. Um, I'll entertain a motion for the appropriate resolution number for those appointments. I move to appoint. Uh, reappoint Karen Nuon and appoint Ben Grover through the term of 1231-2026 under the appropriate resolutions to the Zoning Hearing Board, sir. And I'll second. Mr. Jim Jennings with that motion. Mr. McAllister with a second. Any discussion on the motion? Nope. Seeing none, all in favor say aye. Aye. None opposed? Motion carries. All right, we must now go to the Parks and Recreation Commission. And Ms. Glover is in attendance tonight. Thank you again for your service to the Parks and Rec Commission. And she is seeking reappointment um, for a term ending in 2026. We also have a member vacancy on that. And I'm also uh, having just left that board and coming to this council. Um, I do know that the committee or the commission um, would like to fill that that position. Now the committee can make a recommendation based on receiving any resumes that they might get of interest um, at their next meeting. But I do know that Ms. Carolyn Laurent came tonight with, um, it was 
handed out to you guys just before with her resume. Um, she's a former council member, thank you. A former council member, and uh, that would also be something if Ms. Laurent, you'd be interested in being appointed to that, we could entertain tonight, or if council feels as though we would want the recommendation pursuant to our previous um, paradigm with the commission, come from the commission and then go through the formal process of being appointed by the council. I think uh, we're open to hearing what council has to say. And Mr. Jennings, you were previous committee chair. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I know Ms. Laurent very well. Thank you for your interest in the position. I think you'd be great. Um, yeah, I think it's been open uh, since the beginning of December, I believe that's when it officially became open. So um, I, this is the only resume I think we've received at this point, right? We've advertised right. for it. Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I would feel comfortable, but, you know, again, uh, I understand the need for process, so I'd be interested to hear what other people have to say as well. I would move to accept uh, Carolyn Lorenz's uh, request to be placed on the board or on the commission uh, if the rest of the board so uh, agrees. I think we see, we see a lot of support for that here. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, I do want to, this is a second um, opportunity here for us to, to unfortunately circumvent that process, but in the effort of trying to be timely for the commission to have things with the Parks and Rec um, continue to move forward. Um, and I know that there might be more vacancies over time that we can replace as well. So uh, I would hope that the, the commission understands that I think council is acting out of um, the best interest here. But going forward, I think we all want to be mindful about bringing things to the commission um, where appropriate and when necessary so that the commission can get eyes on that first and make that recommendation up to the council if everybody's okay with that. So uh, I'll entertain a motion for both the reappointment of Ms. Glover to the Parks and Rec Commission as well as an appointment of Ms. Loren to the Parks Commission as well pursuant to her uh, resume and interest, which we appreciate. Anyone and everyone who will come to the borough and uh, serve the borough in, in their capacity. So moved. Mr. McAllister with a motion. Is there a second? I second it. All right, uh, Mr. Nielsen with a second on that motion to appoint and uh, reappoint uh, both individuals for the Parks and Rec Commission. I'll take a vote. All in favor? Aye. 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 None opposed? The motion carries. Thank you. All right. We're getting through some appointments here. The next one would be UCC Appeals Board. And we have a vacancy for that um, based on Mr. Williams' resignation. And we don't have a correct duty uh, candidate for that role. Well, actually, it is before we received his. So actually, there are oh, two so vacancies. Now. There are oh. now two vacancies. Thank you for that clarification. Um, currently, I think it, it's prudent to table that if the rest of the council is OK with that until the next meeting. Very good. Is that is there? There's two for each of those. For the property maintenance and the quality of life, with Derek's resignation, that now creates two member vacancies on five member boards. So you still have a quorum, but we would, of course, you would like to fill those two vacancies. So, do you need a motion to advertise those, or we put it out into the the 
the media, including you know screens and the TVs, everything. Okay. And then we put it on Facebook as what was suggested. Okay. And we have not received any resume at all. This is Lorenz was the only one who responded with a resume. Lawrence, did you have something to say? I just, does that have to be a borough resident to be on those? Okay. I think that uh, seeing that we have three, well, three committees or boards um, that are in need of two members to fill vacancies, um, I'd like to find maybe a way to redouble our efforts or narrowly focus our efforts on obtaining can we consolidate these boards? I'm not quite sure, Judy. If we can I'm, consolidate that might be a legal question, but they're, each of them are separate ordinances. The UCC has special requirements for the people who serve on it. Okay. okay. Uh, the other two, I'm not, a, I'm not aware that they do. This might be somewhat of a conflict if you're dealing with one matter that has to do with another matter. Because obviously you have quality of life and property maintenance probably. I, I think it's a good question. We could get a legal opinion. Yeah. Like something asking. We should definitely look at that. Judy, do, do we have, this Councilman McAllister, do we have a criteria or the, the information that uh, is available that would tell us specific uh, requirements for the, those the positions? The UCC, the state law, says what the qualifications are for the appeal board. So it's 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 in the Pennsylvania code? Well, it's in your ordinance. The ordinance. Right. But the UCC, it had to be planners and people who were in the construction field and yet have so many years' experience and stuff. But the other two are your own personal ordinances, your own borough ordinances. And we, when, when you said a person has to be a resident of the borough, no matter which committee they're on, is that, my, is, am I correctly understanding that, that the person has to be a member of the To resident? be a member, you can have non-voting members of different things, but an appeals board, they act as a quasi-judicial agency. Can we, okay, so if they're, if they're in a board position, they have to have the board authority. Well, which are you, which board are you referring to again? See, you just you can't combine parks and rec and okay. planning, which are recommendation I, boards, I with actual boards that conduct legal affairs for the borough. I guess what I'm trying to get at is is I'm looking for volunteers. The residency requirements, yes. But I'm looking for volunteers that would be willing to participate in some of these areas that we're seeking assistance. And if we have a volunteer and they happen to come from Damascus and they're willing to serve on a committee, I would like to see them be able to participate. But I only participate as it relates to a volunteer. I think Are the only exception you have, um, because at one point previously, I think when they first began the UCC, when the very first term, they didn't have qualified people in the borough. And there is some sort of state exemption if that would allow you to go outside. But I'm not sure for the property maintenance or the quality of life. That again, I would refer to your solicitor. I can refer to the solicitor. The UCC is different because it's, it's stated through the state. And at the very first board, I know there was a contractor who had the experience because we didn't have one in the borough. And they got that person to serve on it. 
So your motion or your suggestion was that we table these issues until we have an opportunity to evaluate them more thoroughly. Both from a legal standpoint and potentially getting the, the folks who be going to say. I, I agree with you. If you use the word table, you really need to have a motion. You just don't take action on it. It was just discussion, and then you can come back quicker. Yeah. I'll move to table discussion on the unfilled appointments or on unfilled the, uh, board seats. Okay. Uh, a motion on a table to table. Okay. So then it would require a motion to bring it back for any discussion, just so you know. That's what I'm saying. It's easier to not make the motion. So nobody's making a motion. If oh, no one okay. makes a motion, you can bring it back. Then I rescind. Nobody's we making can a put motion. it back on the agenda okay. as vacancy. I'm sorry, I thought you recommended a motion. My, no, my, my apologies. Says he's been using the word table all the time. And if you table something, someone has to make a motion to bring the table I back. Rescind, I rescind my motion to table. And since <laughs> your pending items are always listed at the end of your agenda, yep. it will always stay on the agenda for you to reject this discussion. So once an item is tabled, it'll be on the pending. Now, once the item is tabled, it would be tabled until someone makes the motion to bring it back for discussion. Okay. See, this is just no action was taken, so it'll go on the bottom of your agenda and still be listed on it. Yeah. It sounds like inaction is the way to go. <laughs> Although in not all cases. Correct. All right, so we're going to take no action on those uh, appointments currently um, and move on to new business. Uh, you follow along on the agenda here. This is the opportunity for the new council, uh, elected duly by uh, voters, um, to come in and take you know, a four-year term going forward. And now the opportunity is to reopen the budget, which was just established by the previous council. Um, I know that I'll just preface this with the, the idea that we do have Mr. Newbon, Jared Newbon on the phone, who worked heavily um, on that budget. Mr. McAllister, as vice chair, was probably very much involved there. Mr. Newbon, Mr. Jennings, and Mr. Nielsen and I are new to the game. So um, currently, I put full faith and trust in these gentlemen to uh, have set forth a budget that we can work with in 2022. However, if anybody else did have a point to discuss, discuss regarding this, this potential of reopening our budget, it's the only opportunity we have to do so, if anybody wants to discuss that. I think we have 90 days. If we adopt it now, we have 90 days to change it, if we need to. And it's not a question of changing the budget itself. It might be modifying or suggesting some alternatives or classifications, depending upon how the council feels about a particular category and the finance committee would make a recommendation that it would modify whatever was presented in the original budget. But it is our only opportunity to, to, to actually open it up. And, and to that extent, uh, then you are going to need additional, I guess, advertising and some other issues that come into play. So if we're all confident with the current budget as it sits now for 2022, we can uh, decide to be uh, inactive on this. Correct. Um, I, I think it's fair for the new council to to take a look at it, um, get in those meetings, and and once committees are set, 
it says here it must be adopted by February 15, 2022. So it is a tight timeline, but it gives people an opportunity to really contribute right off the bat. Uh, the last reorganization meeting that I took place, that I took uh, part in, we reopened the budget and shifted some things around. Um, so, I mean, with that in mind, I moved to reopen the 2022 budget for review by the new council. Is there a second? motion of course you are the author it, in some ways the, the motion sounded pretty muffled to me can, can it be repeated yes the motion on the floor by mr jennings is to reopen the budget um that was set in place by the previous council however there has not been a second to that motion okay was there a reason given that i don't have a problem reopening it someone sees something I mean, you know it's not going to bother me but and I think Mr. Jennings pointed out it gives us an opportunity as maybe new council members um, or just get fresher eyes on it in some way, shape, or form. Um, but currently, the motion um, can um, pass without a second, and we keep the budget that was set in place by the previous council, and no necessary, no necessary arm or foul in that sense. Yeah, I mean, I think that the reasoning for sure is you know new participation, new eyes on it. I think, you know, given when the last budgetary season took place, especially I'm on, I was on the stormwater committee, new events have happened since then, um, and new understandings around that, um, about some upcoming costs and potential projects. I'm sure Ms. Pultanis and Mr. Brown know all about that as well. So um, we, we may or may not change it. It's just an, it is the opportunity for people to take a look at it, especially as we have uh, okay, I mean, I, you know, in favor of making sure everyone has a chance to to have input into the budget, I'd second the motion. Okay. Mr. Newbaum, with a second of that motion, and uh, we've had a little bit of discussion on that motion. Is there any further discussion that we'd like to have regarding reopening the budget before we have a voice? Uh, a roll call. I just have one comment. Just make sure that you know, your second meeting then would be the January 17th. But would you be able to tentatively adapt it at that day? Because doing the calculations backwards when we're open, we have to adapt it by the 15th. But now, when is your meeting in February? If you're going to well, we the have second we have four. three meetings in January. Yeah, we have we have a seven. No, but it has to be open to the public for ten business days. Right. So. So the 17th would be the first. So meeting. you would be fine for the third. Where's the February? The 14th is our first meeting in February. Okay, and you have to adopt it by the 15th. Correct. So if you count back, so you say you're going to adopt it on the 14th, you need to have 10 business days. So you would have to adopt it no later than the 23rd. Let me see, 20. This is 23rd in here for January 25th newspaper. Yeah, so I must use the wrong date because the 31st would be the 10th day. So I'd have to have it in the paper by the 29th that it's open to the public. So you would have to meet no later than 26th or 27th to tentatively adapt it. So are you, if you're not going to meet from the 17th to the 31st, are you tentatively adopting it on the 17th? Which then only gives you a week and a half to do whatever you want to do. 
So I mean, it, it, it's up to council, and uh, you know, I'd love input on this. It, it's something that we did last time. Um, it's not anything against the current budget as it stands. I think I think we did a great we think we did a great job, especially uh, Councilor Newbon and McAllister, in terms of putting together a coherent, a uh, really coherent plan for laying out 2022. It's just. Whether or not I'm on Stormwater Committee or not, I just know what some of these expenses are and that we've talked about in committee. I know what some of the streets' expenses are, as you know, that we're talking about in committee. It's just things to consider if we want to um, do that. This is the this is the only time. So I know that kind of like messes up scheduling and, and, and crams you know schedules. If it's something that the, the council doesn't want to do, that's that's fine too. But um, you know, it's, yeah. Well, and, and I, I can also offer this too, as long as I'm not uh, interrupting. The budget as adopted in 2021 to 2022, we can now look at that and still present the same budget without a lot of effort, clearly, to go forward for the time frame which is necessary. Or we could even look at it and say, well, there's this minor tweak to be made, and we would be serving our citizens far better in the extent that Mr. Jennings pointed out, where we would have potential stormwater um, reallocation or potential you know, streets out reallocation of funds um, based on what we know now that we didn't know prior to that. So it can go one of two ways, I guess. And the only other thing is the county has asked us to send in the tax information. So now that if you're reopening it, I will not be able to do so. So I know that you would not and they've asked you to send that in. They actually asked us to send it in by the end of December, but I couldn't because you guys reorganizing legally. You have a right not to adopt the new budget until the 15th. And we're probably not the only municipality like that, right? Well, generally we are. We're, our, our, our council usually does, and they're waiting on us. So they may ask us to do a letter or you to sign a letter saying that because they did ask the last time it, it was reopened. And the council president had to sign a letter. I think, if I can, it's Councilman McAllister. The, the main issue, if I'm not wrong, is the stormwater program. And I think when we set up the stormwater committee, uh, it's my intention, I hope, to get the county involved in our stormwater program simply because Dyberry, Texas, and uh, Berlin Townships are part of the issue that we need to address when we talk about stormwater because we're in the bottom of the bowl mm -hmm. and they're at the top of the bowl and this is the county seat and I feel the county has an ultimate responsibility to develop a stormwater program and do a planning that will involve protecting the citizens of Wayne County that happen to live in the borough of Onesdale. So whatever we need to do, and however we need to modify budgets or get funding, I think we need to make sure we bring in those communities and those municipalities before we make any other decisions. That's my perspective. Any further discussion on the motion that we have right now to reopen the budget? We have a first and a second. Seeing none, I'll uh, ask for a roll call vote in this. Uh, okay, Jason Newbon. No. 
James J. Yes. William McAllister. No. David Nielsen. No. Jared Nubai. Yes. James Hamill. Yes. Okay, so you have a tie, three to three. Nice. For clarification purposes, if the budget were reopened, we would have time to meet all of our necessary deadlines to not, you know, completely yeah. fall apart. The verbal, yeah, there's the law allows you to reopen your budget as long as you adopt it by February 15th. Great. Okay. The only so, constraints is that you just have to have lots of meetings. Right. Well, with the timeline in place and the uh, opportunity to discuss things further at hand, I will vote yes and accept my. Uh, tie-breaking roll in this moment we have a tiebreaker vote with a four to three in the affirmative the motion carries we'll reopen the budget and we will um, work together I think I think that's kind of the key here thank you all for the, the good discussion and for you know mr. Jenks you bring a great point up there and I think that also looking forward to um, other financial things I'm gonna look to mr. Dubon um, on the phone uh, in person hopefully soon and mr. McAllister as well um, both uh, very savvy financial people to um, you know look at well I mean I will not at... delay my trip to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, with yes. that with that mind, if I may, you know, I know that I'm the person who made the motion, and I know it could go either way, and I understand both sides of the coin here. So, consider me flexible in terms of meeting times from a committee standpoint. If you need any input, <laughs> so since the budget has been reopened, no invoices will be paid till the budget is adopted, except for utilities and payroll. I believe is the borough the the code has the listing. I believe it's one of those two things, but I'll double check. Thank you so much. Thank you, council members uh, and Mr. Mayor as well. Um, we're going to move on to the tax anticipation note, open bids and award. The next thing here, we have interest quotes to open. Um, we have quotes from uh, here. There's an opener there, Mr. Nelson. Thank you kindly. We're going to open up these. Uh, Bank quotes. Ms. Pultanis, is, is this for somebody in particular, finance chair or, uh, well, or vice chair? Or you could, yeah, you could, but he's on the phone, he's, so you yeah. can give it to Bill or you can do it. It's just. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll do it for expediency's sake. I know we all want to head on home. I'm going to open first the Wayne Bank. And would you like me to announce them as I open them, Ms. Pultanis? Yes, please. And everyone has a chart in front of them. Okay, so if you guys are all prepared, there's a chart in front of you. Mm -hmm. Write it down. We have the Wayne Bank at the bottom there. Um, Wayne Bank hereby agrees to purchase the tax revenue anticipation note to be issued to the Borough of Holmesdale, Wayne County, PA, in the principal amount of $300,000, subject to the terms and conditions set forth in your letter dated December 22nd, 2021. I will skip ahead to where the fixed rate of 0.75% for the full term of the note. Thank shall request the reimbursement of its fees and its legal counsel not to exceed three hundred dollars. That is from Michael Rollison, Senior Vice President, Commercial Loan Officer Wayne Bank. FNC Bank, interest quote on twenty twenty two tax anticipation note. 
Close the proposal from FNCB. Final credit approval would be subject to further due diligence, which may include requests for additional information from the borrower. The terms are not to exceed $300,000, 12 months, maturity date not to exceed December 31st, 2022, and a fixed tax exempt rate of 0.95%. Interest is calculated based on a 360-day year paid for the actual days elapsed. Um, just some more bullet points here. Um, fees and expenses, loan origination fee of $350 shall be due at closing. Letter is valid until January 4th. And this is uh, Stephanie E. Abraham, Assistant Vice President of FNCB, thanking us for the opportunity to provide a proposal to us. Next, the Homefield National Bank. For your request, HNB herewith offers the following bid for the purchase of a tax anticipation note in the amount of $300,000. The loan request in the terms 12 months, fixed at 1.15%. Interest only paid quarterly, final payment of principal interest, and any other fees due on 1231 no other services or fees attached here that I can see. Um, and this is from Christopher T. Cook, Vice President, Commercial Loan Officer for HNB. Dime Bank. And I will say, we're very well served by our local banks to have so many independent banks in our borough is a an important thing to have in the community. Here the Dime Bank address the Homefield Council. In response to your solicitation to bid on your tax anticipation note in the amount of $300,000, please be advised that the Dime Bank bid is 0.89%. There's no other fees associated here that are listed. And Brian W. Hahn, Assistant Vice President, Commercial Lending Officer, signed that. So we have four. Bids, Steinbank, Huntsville National Bank, FNC, and Wayne Bank. And uh, at this point, I'd like to entertain a motion from Council regarding tax anticipation note for 2020. Ms. Councilman McAllister, I uh, move that Honesdale Borough Council accept the quote from the Wayne Bank at 0.75% for the tax anticipation mode in, uh, note in the amount of $300,000 for an interest rate quote of 0.75% with the $300 uh, fee uh, as noted in the There's a motion on the floor, is there a second? I'll second it. Mr. Nilsson with a second, Mr. McAllister with a motion to accept the Wayne Banks, 0.75%, uh, correct? Correct. Anticipation note, yep. taxes. Uh, any discussion on the motion? I could just ask a question, Mr. McAllister, for um, educating myself purposes. How did these rates 
compared to the past, and uh, and what are we normally looking to get? Is it this 300K standard? Well, we we opted to request a larger amount than normal simply because we're not sure when the collections of our tax revenues will come in. We'll be uh, using up our monies that are in the checking account at this time, and we may need these funds until we receive our first collection of tax uh, revenue after in March or April. We spend about $450,000 in the next 90 days, and that money, you know, we just want to make sure that we have enough capital, working capital in on hand. At the same time, we have a good credit rating. These rates are reasonably low uh, for our community. I think the banks make every effort to give us as reasonable a rate as they possibly can, and they actually work with the community in not charging us what might otherwise be a, a little higher rate. So I'm, I'm very pleased with uh, all of their recommendations or their requests. Uh, and we have, on occasion, I believe last year we were with the National Bank, so this year we're with the Wayne Bank, and next year, who knows? But uh, the bottom line being that uh, they all work diligently to support the activity of the borough. Thank you. Quite helpful, thank you. Um, any other further discussion on the motion? Seeing none, I'll take a voice vote. All in favor? Aye. 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 None opposed? Motion carries. All right. This will help uh, previously the appointed finance committee chairman, Mr. Newbon, um, and vice chairman, Mr. McAllister. And uh, the next uh, opportunity is to authorize signers for bank signature cards. Um, and I'll entertain a motion from the floor um, for what you see in front of you on your agenda. Mr. McAllister, I move the motion, the following appointed persons be authorized signers for bank signature cards. The borough treasurer, the council president, the council vice president and the finance committee chairman and the finance committee vice chairman and that any three of the signers sign checks and authorize, except for the payroll fund, where two signers will be sufficient. Is there a second on that motion? Second. Second from Mr. Jennings. First from Mr. McAllister. Is there any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, I'll take a voice vote. All in favor? Aye. 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 None opposed? The motion carries. Next up is the Reverend Doherty Trust Fund. and. Mr. Dubon on the phone, uh, you uh, handled this from the Finance Committee previously and now being reappointed. Is there anything that you'd like to say regarding the trust fund um, disbursement here that have uh, undergone the application process and review process? No, this was just someone that we, we received their application last time and I think we went ahead and got some clarification on some things and, and now we're able to distribute for them. Um, but I'd also say to anyone out there that's struggling with their heating bills. Um, anything other than electric, unfortunately, at this time, we would encourage you to apply. Or if you know someone that's in that situation, encourage them to apply. There's there's plenty of funds in the Reverend Doherty Fund right now. Uh, you know, we'd be happy to help. Thank you very much. Is there a motion uh, anybody on council would like to make pursuant to this uh, item? 
I move to distribute uh, from the Reverend Doherty Trust Fund $1,200 to aid the one person whose applications for assistance were reviewed by the Finance Subcommittee. Second. There's a first by Mr. McAllister, second by Mr. Jennings. All in favor say aye. 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 None opposed. The motion carries. Thank you, Mr. Dubon, for that. Uh, I, I second that. I do believe that we have a lot of resources for people in our community to reach out to, um, you know, Judy or anybody else sitting here uh, to, to find ways to assist them with not just heating bills, but I know that there's other opportunities for, for rent assistance, assistance, correct, Judy? Rent uh, assistance. Yes, under the next item is the CDBG uh, funding. There was a special thing for rental assistance. Very and good. Councillor James Jennings and Councillor Jared Nubad served on the last committee. Very good. And, and uh, that, that's something that really hits home quite literally around the holidays. So uh, I would uh, open it up to the floor for any motion regarding the CDBG slash GB subsistence payments, mortgage, and rental. I move that Borough Council authorize the following amount of $1,600 to be drawn down from the CDBG-CV subsistence payments mortgage and rental fund administered by the Wayne County Redevelopment Authority. There a second of the motion. I'll second the motion. Mr. McAllister with a second of the motion. Mr. Jim, James Jennings with a uh, motion on the floor. Any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, I'll hold the voice vote. All in favor, say aye. 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 None opposed? Motion carries. Getting close to the end, folks. Thanks for hanging in. We got the resolution uh, on the agenda for Fire Company Workers Comp. Uh, currently, um, this has been presented to the fire companies and executing an appropriate resolution um, appropriately named, correct you. Uh, what it is is the fire company's workers comp is covered by the borough council and so uh each year you have and they have to give us a list and this is a generic resolution that covers all of their activities plus at the end specific things are mentioned by each company and it's not just paying lip service i think that's the least we do for our uh, if it's not in this resolution they're not covered by workers comp so I'll entertain a motion um, regarding the workers' comp in our, our local volunteer uh, fire company. I move the borough council adopt the workers' compensation resolution as presented for the fire companies and execute the appropriate resolution, namely re resolution 2020 yeah. as yeah. needed. There'll be 2022, whatever, the appropriate resolution. The appropriate resolution. All right, there's a first on the uh, motion on the floor, there's a second. second. Second from Mr. James Jennings. First from um, Councilman McAllister. Any discussion on the motion? No. Seeing none, all in favor say aye. 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 None opposed, the motion carries. Another resolution for our hazard, hazard mitigation grant program. Um, it appears that this uh, applies to Vine Street stormwater area hmm. and authorizes Council President and Stormwater Committee Chair to sign contracts authorize funding allocations or payments or apply for grant funding that is signed by borough council currently we do not have that committee chair duty and so in light of that could we replace that with somebody else on council whether it's the vice president of council whether it's i believe the mayor is also they they changed their stuff now they went to electronic contracts so i believe it says the mayor or council president 
or other designee. And so generally, whatever committee is doing a grant, or whatever this grant started last year in October, and now they're in the second phase of federal grant, you have to go through all these steps. Uh, so you could name the mayor, so the two of you could execute it. I think potentially in lieu of the fact that we don't have committee assignments yet outside of finance committee, we could move forward in that regard if council members are okay with that and would like to make a motion to that effect. Um, I move that Borough Council execute all necessary paperwork to complete the advanced assistance project application for stormwater in the Vine Street stormwater area and execute the appropriate resolution authorizing the council president and the mayor to sign contracts, authorize funding allocations or payments, and, or apply for grant funding that is signed by Borough Council. Second. Mr. Newbon with a second. Mr. James James with a motion. Is there any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, all in favor, say aye. 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 None opposed, the motion carries. Thank you, that is a critical part of our efforts to address some needs regarding stormwater. That's one of many that will be coming before us down the road. All right, we've got our next point on the agenda, accepting a rate for legal services slash stormwater management authority. And this is uh, based on rates uh, brought to council previously on December 14th, a proposal from Eckerd Siemens to begin a, a creation of a municipal authority empowered to impose stormwater fees. Um, I will leave this to council to, to discuss. This was received in the last meeting's packet, and uh, I know that we were receipted out as incoming council members. I did get a chance to look at that. Everybody did get a chance to look at that. Is there any discussion to be had first on this resolution? I didn't get to look at it. If uh, anybody from Stormwater did have an opportunity to um, or, or have uh, a, a way to help Mr. Nelson understand currently, or if there is a desire to not take action on this currently as well, unless time is up the essence regarding this matter. But Ms. Boltanis, in terms of the timing, would have a better understanding on. I don't think it. I think it can wait to yeah. another meeting. Yeah, just because you everyone know. needs to be fully aware of their yeah. responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody could give you the clips, though, that can be okay. Yeah, in, in terms of this project, as the former um, or previous, like previous uh, stormwater committee chair. Uh, we've been working for, I don't know, a year or two now, um, uh, developing the, digit the digitization project, which is a large-scale study of the borough and some key areas outside the borough in order to figure out how much impervious surfaces um, are causing extensive amounts of runoff and where, um, and figuring out if that's something that we could both map and get a better understanding of from our own <laughs> information standpoint, um, and then also figuring out if the creation of a stormwater authority to in order to manage a potential impact fee that we would develop through that program. So um, I would imagine, and again, it's, none of the things are final at this point, but um, it is in the final stages and that would be kind of like the next step if we choose to move forward with that. Um, a lot of, you know, there are certain exemptions and there's certain other opportunities, but that project, I, it's been probably 12 to 
18 months at least in the works at this point. So um, that would be just the next step of the digitization project once the kind of study is done and we get a better idea of what kind of impervious surfaces we're looking at, how much um, there, how much there is um, in the borough and kind of how to plan in and around that um, as we you know, continue to get these storm events that are causing you know, property damage and, and problems within the borough. So that's kind of the background on that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's certainly, I don't think time is of the essence and it's probably better to have um, Solicitor Henry here, you know, to further explain the ins and outs of that, you know, from the legal perspective as well. Uh, but it's something, you know, definitely take a look at the information. If we don't have it, we can get it around to um, the counselors and, and admin and everything like that um, for their consideration. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. All right. Currently, we'll table uh, that napkin as well. Thanks. Absolutely. Um, we'll move on to the next uh, matter and accepting a rate proposal with heavy equip equipment winter maintenance. And that motion um, would. Execute a proposal presented by Pioneer Construction. Uh, if we ever do get snow, I'll entertain that motion from anybody on uh, the table. I move the Borough Council execute the proposal as presented from Pioneer Construction for heavy equipment to push snow mounds at Veterans Park for the winter season as needed. I second it. There's a first by Mr. McAllister, a second by Mr. Nielsen. Is there any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, all in favor say aye. 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 None opposed. Motion carries. Now, if they could just like create a luge, <laughs> like we could just, I mean, liability is And what do you think? First go? Okay. Make, right. make some tubing shoots yeah. so the kids can go down them on tubes. Yeah. All right, I want to remind uh, council, the mayor, and uh, the public that there will be a conditional use hearing that is scheduled on January 11th at 6.30 p.m. We will need a quorum um, to be for present in person. That is correct. It's an in-person conditional use hearing. That's how it was advertised. So, so there's um, no virtual or call-in option or well, there's four here potentially. Again, I don't, I, I'm not, you know, this is why I have to tell the counselors how you're going to get a virtual meeting here. So, uh, but the condition is, is there four people here now that are know that they're going to be here? Jason. Um, I believe I'll be there. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? I'll be here. 